1: Okay. All right, cool. All right, so uh, on today's episode of On the Farm, we have Mr. Max Freeze of Free Stats and Pitcher List. Uh, If you are not following him on Twitter or reading his, I don't know if you'd call it a blog or what, his website, it's very great. It's like amazing stuff. It's really, really interesting. So I am thrilled to have you on. Max, hello. How are you?
2: Hi, Adam. Thanks so much for having me. Those are very kind words, and uh, I'm excited to talk about the exciting Pittsburgh Pirates with you this evening. Um, So yeah, I'm ready to get down to it.
1: Well, the NL Central is like super interesting to me. I feel like the Cubs are in this weird quasi state of selling off and and also contending. The Cardinals are always who they are with their devil magic. And then the Reds and the Pirates are kind of somewhere in this like in-between area with the Brewers. Where they could be good if you squint hard enough, but then there are enough gaping holes to where you have a lot of questions. And um, I guess yeah. I guess we'll start off with like the uh, the king of the Pirates uh, and the the breakout star of last year uh, and Josh Bell. Um, obviously yeah. Bell Bell had a really like he went supernova in the first half and then faded hard in the second half
2: yeah you know and and bell i mean it, everyone's kind of been waiting for this breakout from him for a while um, and he just never really showed the power up until last year and he kind of just went nuts in the first half he had 302 uh, with a 376 obp and a, a 648 slugging um, something went off in the second half and he just went downhill he had 233 uh, 351 obp but then just a 429 slugging so the power was completely gone um, the good news for Bell and Bell owners is that he actually continued to hit the ball extremely hard um, and his launch angle continued to rise, which is another issue he had in the past. His his uh, barrel rates were, were always pretty low in the single digits. Um, his ground ball rates were nearing 50% and he continued to hit the ball in the air. So um, I feel like the concerns, uh, I think a lot of people are kind of fading him because of the second half that he had even though his final line was fantastic he had 37 homers and 116 rbis um I, I don't i don't think that that's a reason to fade him um he's going off the board at least in nfbc drafts as the 10th first baseman um and that's about 91 overall 91st pick overall um and i feel like it's right because i do like some of the guys in front of him like matt olson and jose brady who's super consistent um but i actually think that bell has a decent shot to maybe not repeat his numbers, um, but hit for a decent average, hit 30, uh, low 30 uh, home runs and drive in around 100 RBIs. It's going to be a little difficult. The, the lineup's not great, but um, I, I think that's kind of where I stand with him. I don't think it's a, uh, a value pick, but I'm not fading him all that much.
1: So do you have any thoughts on why he faded so hard anything at all as to like what may like were pitchers pitching to him differently was he swinging more in the second half like what was going on he
2: was he was a little bit more patient um and and i that doesn't really explain it. his batted ball profile still looks pretty good so i really just think it was more luck uh he he took more walks his on-base percentage was fine but his average just slipped um you know he did have that injury where he missed most of september um, but I don't know if that was, you know, lingering prior to, to September or not. Um, I, I just think it, it was a little bit more of luck. I like to see the bad, the hard hit rates and barrel rates were still strong. So I don't think that's, that's the issue. It may have just been luck uh, unless it's something that we, we just don't know about right now. Does he have another level or was
1: 2019, it? Is that like peak Josh yeah. Bell?
2: You know, I, I, I think it might be, um, He's he's pretty much off the charts as far as his average exit velocity and and barrel rates. Uh, if you look at his Statcast page, it's all red. Um, I don't know if that's. I mean, he's 20, he's 27 years old. Um, I don't know if that's if he has that another level. Um, but he was pretty impressive. I don't think that there's another step to to this game. I, mean, I think this is this is what this is the best case scenario, and we got it last year. But I think that um, you can expect something. A little bit below this, a little bit of regression as more of his baseline, and that's what I would expect uh, going forward from Bell.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'd agree with you, and I'm actually surprised that he was able to get to that 37 home run peak. If you look back through his uh, journey in the minors, he never had a season with more than 14 home runs, and he was a guy that was tagged as somebody that never really had the power and might not be able to hit uh, to stay Mm -hmm. relevant at first base. Um, so that was a huge season for him. And if he can continue on at that 30 home run pace, then that's great. Um, I'm going to play a little over under with you on Josh Bell before we move on mm-hmm. um, over under number of home runs over the next three seasons for Josh Bell. I'm going to put Oof. the number at 105.
2: Um, I'll say under under. Okay. Um, yeah. So less than 35 um, I, 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 home runs a season. Yeah. Yeah. I'd put it, I'd put it around 90 to 90, 95 in in that range. All right. Okay. Uh, so moving on, I'm going to ask
1: you a question and, and you can go ahead and answer it as honestly as you possibly can. Um, who's more overrated, Starling Marte or Gregory Polanco?
2: You know, it's hard to, it's hard to call Gregory Polanco overrated because at this point his ADP is so low but I think uh, owners in the past have been burned by him so much that I would consider him more overrated um, than Starling Marte. I think Starling Marte is pretty pretty consistent. I think he pretty much delivers on what you expect every year. Um, he's had uh, some injury issues, but he typically gets over 500 plate appearances. He's been hitting for more power recently, uh, back-to-back 20 homer seasons. Uh, the stolen bases are down a little bit, but that's you know typical with age. Um, and he's he's he almost is up until this year was pretty underrated I think he was always like a third or fourth round pick and he's finally creeping up into that back end of the second round early third round um this year even though he's kind of his speed's kind of declining so um I think he's about right I think he's consistent he's the 10th outfielder off the board in NFB NFBC drafts and he was the seventh ranked outfielder uh at the close of last year so It's hard to call him overrated, um, even though he's 30 years old and the speed's declining. Um, I think it's really, you know, Gregory Polanco is the one who I think everyone was hoping was going to be, you know, that potential 30-30 threat several years ago, and he just hasn't been able to stay healthy. Um, He had that bad shoulder injury, missed most of 2019. Um, I just read an article that said he's going to be or should be ready for spring training, but I will not believe that until I see it. Um, so it's hard for me to pull the trigger on a guy like Gregory Polanco, even though he's going after pick 300. Um, I, I did see some, some good things from him in 2018. Uh, he had a career high in home runs. It was just 23, but it was a, another abbreviated season. Um, he's one of those guys where you kind of wish you could put together all of the best statistics of his career and mash them into one year to get his, you know, elite season. And, at this point, he's 28, so there's still a chance for that to happen. But I just don't don't think that that's possible given his injury history. Um, so, I mean, I would say Polanco overrated, but it's hard to say because his ADP is so low.
1: From a dynasty perspective, who would you rather have, Starling Marte or Whit uh, Merrifield? So,
2: uh, I'd go Marte. I, Why is the that? decline in, the decline in steals from Merrifield is is pretty frightening, and I trust Marte's power a little more than Merrifield's. Um, so I, I would give this slight he's edge. he's healthier than Marte. He is healthier than Marte, but I think Marte's actually, his power is actually growing as he's aging, which is a pretty good sign. I don't see him falling off uh, that 20 home run mark uh, anytime soon, or at least in the next couple of years, even if his steals do continue to drop. But I still think he's a twenty twenty threat for, for another couple of years. So if Marte is traded, right, because there
1: have been murmurs of that going around, is there a team that he's been tied to that frightens you more than another?
2: Um, I don't think so. I don't, I actually would think a trade might improve his numbers. Uh, PNC park isn't a great hitters park for, for power. Um, and I think he could provide a little bit more power elsewhere, depending on the ballpark. There's not a whole lot. Not, I mean, there's San Francisco's worse, but there's not a whole lot of of ballparks that are worse for power. Um, the lineup is is okay um i'm trying to think of where he could even go where it would be a, a downgrade i mean san francisco would be but he wouldn't go there um yeah well, but i, mean, I think- also
1: also you got to think about if so he's been tied to the mets right and and mm-hmm. there has been some speculation that he'd be a good fit for the rangers or the diamondbacks lesser to the diamondbacks at this point right. but to, to the rangers so he may bat in a different spot in the lineup depending on where he ends
2: up as well I right don't know. yeah Yeah, I mean, I think that's true, but I think he's got um, enough. I think he's got a solid batting average. He's not a big walk. I don't think they would drop him below, like, a a number five in the order. Um, He does seem like a decent three to five hitter at this point in his career. So moving to the American League couldn't hurt when you add the DH. Uh, Texas has got a a little bit better lineup than the Pirates at this point. So I, I don't think it's a downgrade. Uh, if he were to get moved, even Arizona isn't 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 uh, a bad option. So, um, you know, yeah, I think if he gets moved, I think his I wouldn't I wouldn't push his value one way or the other. It wouldn't make a big big difference for me, um, but I definitely don't think it would hurt his value.
1: All right, so let's play uh, quick. Would you rather for Starling Marte before we move on uh, outside of Whit Um So, from an outfielder perspective. Uh, and we're obviously thinking Dynasty formats too, right? S- mm-hmm. Starling Marte or uh, Keto Marte?
2: Oh, my guy. Yeah, your guy. <laughs> your guy. Uh, Marte. Uh, it's got Ketel. Ketel Cattell. uh, still 25 years old. He's still eligible at second base. Um, the speed is still there even though he hasn't st- uh, stolen bases like he should. Um, I believe in the power gains and he's a, a very solid player batting average uh floor type of player with his contact skills so yeah with the age I think that's that's a no-brainer okay um Marte
1: or uh Jorge Soler I
2: mean it's it's tough for me to believe in Soler as a as a Cubs fan uh we I can (laughs) yeah we don't need to talk about all the uh all the former Cubs that are now uh Hey, you could you know, have Schwarber, <laughs> games.
1: but I mean it could have been Schwarber. So you could that. have
2: been Schwarber, yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, Solar is, is. I believe in the power. I just don't know how consistent he's going to be, and he's very one-dimensional. Okay. So, and he's not as young as you think. I mean, I guess I would lean Marte just, just a little bit. Okay,
1: and then I'll give you two more, and then we'll move on. Uh, Marte or. Well, let's go across town. Eloy.
2: Oh, Eloy. All right.
1: Uh, (laughs) That's your right answer. We can continue on with the podcast. Uh, uh, And then I'll go one more. I I think that this one's probably a little more interesting, at least from my perspective. Um, Mm -hmm. Marte. Actually, rank these three names. Starling Marte, Michael Conforto, and Max Kepler.
2: Uh, I'm still going to go Marte number one. Conforto and Kepler to me are extremely similar. They're very similar profiles, similar age. Um, I've liked Conforto more than Kepler, but Kepler had a real nice breakout. Um, I think Conforto's power is a little bit more believable to me. So I'm going to go Conforto. Okay. Slight edge.
1: Okay. I just, it seems to me like you're buying into some sustained level of stolen base Marte, at least for the foreseeable future. And because of that, you're giving the edge to Marte over any of the other names that were listed because they're pretty much one category players. Am I wrong?
2: Yeah. And yeah, correct. And I think Marte has a safer batting average floor as well with his contact rate. So even if the speed dwindles a little bit, um, I still think, you know, 2015 with a, with the a 280 average is, is decent into his you know mid-30s, which is what I would expect from him.
1: All right, so let's talk about Kevin Newman for a, a couple minutes. Um, okay. Obviously, he's a player who also broke out, obviously, uh, definitely on a lesser scale than Josh Bell. Are you mm-hmm. buying or selling Kevin Newman's breakout?
2: I think I'm buying it a little bit. Um, what does that mean? League, uh, yeah, Well... I you know look at this minor league track record it looks it looks pretty good his he's got a good hit tool he doesn't strike out a whole lot um, the swing and strike rates were were low like low single digits like 5 6% in the minors um, and so I think given that combination with his speed uh, makes him a decent buy for me I don't think there's a lot of upside especially if he doesn't hit leadoff so that's where I'm kind of questioning this you know, I think the talent is real. I think he can hit. I think he's a solid batting average uh, type player. I think he's got some speed, but I think the power is not real, and he doesn't show the ability to walk at this point. So, um, he's not the best option to lead off, but he's not bad because if he hits for a good average, he's going to get on base. He can run. Um, he's going to score runs as well. So he could be a three-category contributor. Um, but other than that, I, I don't see a high ceiling for him. I mean, he is going around pick 200 in drafts right now. I don't think that's unreasonable, but I don't think there's a ton of value there either. So it, it's kind of a cop-out answer. Yes, I'm kind of buying. I, I buy the skills. I just don't buy a high ceiling for him. It
1: is remarkable how similar his line has been throughout his career because it's always been – I, with the exception of a few blips here and there, 2018 with the Pirates, but like even in the minors, his track record of somewhere between five and nine percent walk rate, somewhere between ten to twelve percent K rate. He like right. he's just a dude that's he seems yeah. just like a slappy like grindy second baseman shortstop. And and right. like he's never going to be overwhelming. He's just going to be a guy that's really plug and play. And, and, and that's what he's always – that's what he'll always be for you.
2: Right. right. So do you think he'll hit
1: leadoff? Uh, yeah. I, so that's a good question. I do. I think he'll continue to hit leadoff. At, but, you know, with Polanco, I don't know what they're going to end up doing with him. So
2: okay. I I don't know. It's the- hard to say roster resource has um brian reynolds hitting leadoff and yeah, i, I, I guess i could see it but reynolds. i don't know if it's that's an ideal spot for him
1: no I, <laughs> and if they do it's like an experiment that goes terribly right. wrong and, right. and they change pretty quickly i could honestly right. see them going you know something along the lines of like polanco i know that they have polanco sitting there at at third but i feel like Marte and josh bell would be a good three four with polanco being one two and then Frazier, or uh, not Frazier, Newman being the other one, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. that's a solid one through four. Right. But, uh, I mean, you know, I, who's their manager now? Because Clint Hurdle's gone.
2: Who's oh, I d- you know, I just, I just saw it and I couldn't, uh, I can't remember.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's just see. Pirates manager. Derek Shelton, who Derek Shelton. I don't know
2: anything about. No. Okay, sure. No, it's a, it's a complete it's a complete change over there, which I guess could be a good thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. So, um, so average home run total over the next three seasons for Kevin Newman, 13 and a half
2: over, um, that's, that's per season.
1: Yes. 13 and a half per season over under is 13 and a half under under. Okay. Under.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, I wouldn't, so I, I, I've not, I wouldn't be surprised if he's already peaked in the power department and that's not, you know, I think it, he came up uh, kind of just out of the gates. He's he's playing in with the, in the juice ball era. We don't know what the balls are going to be like, so we can't say one way or the other. But I don't think they're going to become more juiced. Again, it's possible, but I don't think so. Um, yes, and I just no, don't feel like his on. his power uh, profiles. No, yeah, I don't no. think he he profiles as anything more than than a slap hitter. No, he was in the bottom five percent in hard hit rate, uh, bottom five percent average exit velocity, and bottom four percent in barrel rate. He had a total of nine barrels, and he had 12 home runs. He's one of the very few Major League Baseball players that had fewer barrels than home runs. Um, and his that's profile is that of a ground stat. ball hitter. That uh, is he's a got wild speed, stat. and I just don't think he's – what's that? I said that's a wild stat. That's that's a very it, wild it, stat. It, yes, uh, you know – I've been talking about Alex Bregman's one who's who did that but he's he's a he's a freak (laughs) he's a freak of a player so uh but yeah I don't think Newman's that type of hitter so um you know he's he's gonna hit the ball on the ground and we don't know if the ball is gonna be juiced but if it's not I think he's probably like an eight to ten home run type hitter
1: so in that instance right if you if you're downgrading him to eight to ten and he steals 15 (laughs) Mm -hmm. bags shortstop is crazy deep yeah he's not very viable in a dynasty format, right? I mean, there's not much there.
2: Yeah. So the one thing I'll say is that he did have 16 steals last year. He had 28 in AAA. Um, I can't expect 28, the success rate wasn't fantastic. He was caught 11 times. Um, maybe he does have a little bit more speed than that. If he's a if he's a 10 homer, 20 stolen base guy who can hit 290 to 300, um, hitting a top you know, the lineup most days, you know, he could have some value in, in dynasty formats, but you're right. Shortstop is so deep. Um, I probably wouldn't have him. He's already 26. I wouldn't have him in my top 30 or he's like a borderline top 30 shortstop, but he is eligible at second, at least for now. So, <laughs> right. so I mean, second base is shallower. So he, he gets a little bit of a bump there. I just don't know if he's going to maintain uh, that position eligibility just, going forward.
1: I feel like with a bad Pirates team, and and bad is maybe a little overstated. They're going to be average. They're fine. <clears throat> I I see Newman being atop that lineup just because his splits are are good, right? Like
0: mm-hmm. yeah. you could
1: pencil him in every day at at the top of the lineup, and he could bat two eighty five for you every year, and mm-hmm. and have those bags and be able to be a threat, but. You'd rather hit, have a leadoff hitter hit doubles as opposed to a single and steal a base, right? So, right, yeah. All right, so yeah, yeah. Um, Adam Frazier, <laughs> and yes, you just, you just you <laughs> get tired. I, I'm just like I'm physically uh, getting sleepy just talking about him. He's, yeah, he's just garbage, right? Like he's trash. Well, you know, I <laughs> you know, I thought there was. I, I, I asked this, ask I, this. I, I don't even want to talk about Adam Frazier. I really don't want to, but there are a segment uh, of people that are like, I, I look on Twitter every once in a while and there's like this mafia of Adam Frazier acolytes that are just like, they talk about him like he's going to be some sort of like second coming. And I don't, I just so,
2: don't see it. My, my only, uh, my only defense of, of Adam Newman, Adam, Newman, Adam Frazier is, um, I actually liked him coming into 2019. He had 10 homers and in 352 plate appearances, and he seemed like a decent batting average option. Uh, the power just completely went away. Uh, that was probably an anomaly. I don't know, but, um, he's just kind of like a boring safe player. If he had some speed, he's kind of similar to Newman without speed. So if Newman's questionable, then obviously, uh, Fraser's a non-option in standard or even dynasty formats. Right. So I'll give you that. Right.
1: Boring and, <laughs> yeah. and sleepy. All right, great. Yes. Is there is there a name that we did not hit on that you want to talk about at all?
2: Um. Oh, there's there's so much depth in this. Uh, I know. Just. I mean, I could I could go on about Colin Moran, but I just I don't know if I want to. No, nobody um, <laughs> wants you to. There is nobody <laughs> I, listening. I, I agree. Oh, um, uh, who's the. Uh, the outfielder. Uh, now I'm forgetting. Uh, the, t- t- he had a he had a pretty good uh, year in Triple Brian Reynolds. Um, Jer- Jared Oliva. Oh, okay. Oh, that's a, I guess that's prospect. I don't know if we yeah, want to get no, into. Yeah, we,
1: we can get into the, that a little in a little bit. I just didn't know if there was okay. a, yeah. a major league player that you're like, hey, you know what, Jose Ozuna.
2: No, no, I just, you know, I don't think there's anyone that's going to get uh, on the major league roster that that anyone's going to get excited about right now. So. Uh,
1: Okay. So we (laughs) won't spend five minutes talking about Kevin Kramer. Fine. We don't, we don't have to No, Thank God. No. All (laughs) right. So, so that concludes our MLB uh, uh, segment. And then we're going to move on to the prospect focus here. Um, I provided Max a list of names that I feel like are rostered in most dynasties, if not all. Um, and then we'll probably hit on one or two, uh, you know, deep cuts um, as we move ahead. But uh, Max, uh, Brian Hayes, mm-hmm. I don't like him, and you do. <laughs> um, I I you
2: don't like I, him. I like him as a. I like him as a real life prospect. You love him as a real life. Prospect. Um, I don't like him as much in terms of fantasy. I think. <laughs> I like him as, as a major league prospect, but so he's a he's a he's a glove first player, which no one in fantasy cares about, right? But he does have a solid approach, takes a ton of walks, and he has a decent hit tool. That's about where finish. I mean, he does have a little bit of speed, but there's not a, a ton of upside. I think at this point, he t- took a step back in AAA he had a 92 wRC plus. It's a little bit underwhelming at AAA, um, and he hit 10 homers and stole 12 bases. Uh, okay, I mean that's not that's, that's not great, but I like his approach, and, and I think players, young players who um, can stay on the field, and he can with his fantastic defense. Um, he can de- develop, he can develop a hit tool, he can develop power, and maybe become like a, a 2010 guy with a good average. I don't think that's what he'll be right away. But I think he's right now an upgrade of what the Pirates have at third base. I, we mentioned Colin Moran. Uh, he and and company at third base last year had combined negative 1.4 wins above replacement. So I think Brian Hayes is an upgrade over what they have currently. So, oh, oh, so I he's think
1: not he should... a negative, he's not as much of a he's negative. Not a negative
2: that's what i'm saying wow he's he's at least (laughs) going to help this team damning relative praise (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so i i like him i think there's a chance for him to develop but i don't think he's going to be a fantasy much of a fantasy impact this year even if he does start um i don't know if he'll start on the roster but i don't think
1: he is he won't yeah
2: yeah he won't but he he should get i think he should get called up um what are your thoughts on him i I, i
1: agree he will get called up uh I'm not, I don't think he's interesting in anything. 14 teams are shallower. Um, Okay. The gloves. Nice. You're right. And it plays and, and yeah, as fantasy players, we shouldn't totally care about fielding ability, but the idea that you can have a player that you can basically write in ink that he'll stay at third base or he'll stay at shortstop Mm -hmm. is worth something. Um, Yes. And we should, we should take note and, and take heart in that, but still third base is like, like shortstop is pretty deep, right? Like you could go with right. a lot of different names at third base and be happy. Um, I mean, <clears throat> if I'm looking, I'm trying to find my, my rankings really quick for third base and I'm going down the number 11 shortstop right now for me is Manny Machado, mm, like, you're right. you know, and, and I, that he's a really damn good player so uh, Brian Hayes is maybe I don't know in the 15 range and that's where Jeff McNeil's at so I you know fine but also I'm it's a snooze fest for me there's nothing Mm -hmm. there that's really standing out at a position that has a lot of excellent players to it so if you're thinking hey i'm in a 16 team league and i need to start thinking about my corner outfielder or i'm sorry corner infielder yeah he's a guy that maybe you start thinking about as as a potential fill-in but i don't see him as what some people label you know this top 100 overall prospect uh for fantasy he's just not the guy he's not, he's, he doesn't do it for
2: me. Um, yeah. 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 I think that, I think that's a good point in bringing up, uh, uh, you know, ranking fantasy prospect ranking compared to major league baseball rank prospect rankings. I think there's, there's quite a bit of difference there. So uh, this is one where I think, I think he's a better major league baseball player than he is a fantasy player.
1: Yeah. And I mean the the best case scenario for people, if they're holding out hope is like you know Josh Bell didn't show power in the minor leagues and then he got up into the majors and he hit for power so maybe there's something there maybe he comes up and he starts hitting you know 20 home runs instead of 10 but i i mean right now there's no reason to believe that's going to happen because AAA was using the same ball as in the major leagues and he only hit 10 so i don't know yeah all right yeah <laughs> so enough of uh, enough of that O'Neill Cruz um is is a yes. shortstop in a linebacker's body.
2: Well <laughs> move on. Go go for it. Tell, oh, tell almost, me more. Almost. Well, so he's like six six or six seven. Yes. Um and I was trying to find shortstops at the major league level that are six six and six seven there and you none. won't you won't find any. Yes. Um so I'm not sure that's the position for him. Oh um, I disagree. Oh, <laughs> well, probably not. Probably not. Uh oh. Probably not. But he's a it's, freak. I mean so uh, I'm certainly not an expert I, I did he's 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 a very good athlete um, very smooth for a guy that tall um, does need to put on a little bit of weight I think he's a, he's pretty rail thin um, looks more like a, I don't know like a high school uh, power forward or something or small forward mm-hmm. than uh, <laughs> than uh, than a linebacker but I think if he fills out I think that's when he's got to move from the position I think right now he's he can move around pretty well, and he's got a really strong arm. So I think he can stick there for now. Um, but if he puts on weight, I think he's going to have to move to the corner position or, or the outfield. Um, but I think he's got a, a pretty a pretty good power speed you know, combo going. And I think that's – he's he seems like he's a little ways away, maybe 2021, 2022. Um, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, he's the only uh, – one of the only players that I've seen in fan graphs where his – Current value speed is 60 and his future value is 45. So, like, (laughs) they are are baking in the fact that he is just going to slow down and he's going to become a big, thick boy. And if he's 6'7 and playing third base, sorry, Cabrian Hayes, you might end up in the outfield. You might end up at, like, you might end up somewhere else. But, like, I could see him ending up at third base and and it not being a real issue because his arm is phenomenal. Um, Mm -hmm. He, I, you know being so big there is no reason to think like his raw power right now is 70 his future value is mm-hmm. 80 like there is no reason to think he couldn't be an infield Aaron Judge in the end mm-hmm. right like right. It, without the massive K rate so cuz he's posted yeah. in the last in in every single stop that he's had over the last few years you know a 25% K rate right right about there and, mm-hmm. and he's shown improvement on his walk rate at every step of the way. So I'm interested. He seems good. But the one thing that I will say, if you look around hard enough, there are whispers about his um, mental makeup mm. um, that maybe people want to think about as they move ahead. Um, if he's a bit of a diva or a prima donna, mm. that ends up hurting prospects as they move along and so just yeah. just just kind of be on the lookout for that um there was a reason that he only had um 136 at bats um in double a um and only 145 mm-hmm. in single a so yeah just kind of keep an eye out for that moving ahead
2: yeah, that's interesting that you mentioned that. I was gonna, even before you said that I was going to say he kind of profiles as a player that has a very wide range of outcomes given his his batted ball profile and his size and and all that. So throw that in the mix and. And really it could be, you know, his his range of outcomes could be anywhere. It could be all over the map, but he's talented.
1: I mean, his arrows pointed up though, when you post 154 (laughs) WRC plus in high A and then you get promoted to double A and you post 120 WRC Mm -hmm. plus, like you're, I'm, I am definitely intrigued. I'm definitely intrigued. And so Mm -hmm. he is, he is well within the top 50 uh, prospects for me. Just because you play a premier position, you have an unbelievable amount of power, and you seemingly can do it at every level that's been that you've been put at so far. All right. Um, yeah. So, so on the flip side of that, or maybe not—I don't know—depending on how you feel about this, Travis Swaggerty.
2: Yeesh. So, <laughs> What's that for? <laughs> uh, I don't know. You go ahead. Tell me about it. Tell I me. I like Swaggerty. Why? Um, I think he's very toolsy. Um, I think he has uh, a good power speed combination, which is something that obviously excites me in, uh, in minor leaguers. He's only got through high A, but he's, he's 22 years old. Uh, his walk rates have, have improved at each stop. Um, strikeout rates look reasonable in the low 20s, at least at, at high A. Um, you know, So, uh, again, a decent approach. He has power. He has speed. Um, speed hasn't fully developed yet, but he's just 22 years old. So, you know, this is this is a guy that I think could be um, developed into a potential 2020 threat when he matures. What, what's your thoughts on him?
1: Um, so he is 22, mm-hmm. and he's at high A. He was a college bat, right? He was drafted mm-hmm. out of South Alabama
2: so yeah, he should be,
1: yeah right he should be polished why is he, he only at high a ball
2: that's a good question he did he, 121 games at high a seems like a little bit much um i would assume he i mean he had a 120 wrc plus so i don't see a reason why he wouldn't start at double a this year um i think that's i think why didn't be he kind why wasn't deciding.
1: he put at double a last year
2: that that I don't know because he did – I mean a 120 WRC plus, is there an, is there an issue with his defense? That's yeah, the only thing well, I can originally think of. He
1: wanted to be a catcher and that didn't work out well for him. <laughs> but like I just – I don't know. I feel like his uh, – and I need to check baseball reference to be sure. But his um, age range for where he is, mm-hmm. he should be posting 120 WRC plus. You know what I mean? Like if it, sure. if it wasn't, then there would be a lot of red flags. But the fact sure, that like yeah. he's – posting that where he should be is seems average to me um okay just yeah i mean i see me. that yeah so no i agree so yeah i mean he's right around the he's he was a according to this a little bit younger than he should have been but like i look at college bats i look that you're supposed to be polished and if you are what you seemingly say through the stats then you should be coming up in in double a mm-hmm. um and following along on that O'Neill Cruz track, right? They weren't afraid to go ahead and promote him. Why were they afraid to promote Swaggerty? Um, mm, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, yeah, just I it's
2: interesting. Up. It's interesting. Yeah. I, I, this, I think this will be a, an interesting year for him, especially, especially in double A if, if that's where he, he starts.
1: So would you rather have um, Cruz or Swaggerty at this point?
2: Um, probably, probably Cruz because, Keep because going. he does play shortstop and um, has a higher ceiling.
1: Um, no so we got two more names and then we're going to wrap up here. Um, Will Craig and Cole Tucker. Why yeah. Why are we <laughs> interested in either of them?
2: Um, I'm not all that inter- interested in either of them all that much, at least this year. Will Craig is a right-handed first baseman. Um, he's already 25 years old. He's showing good power in the minors, but where is he going to play? Um, they're not going to move Bell off first base. Um, so I, I just don't. See him uh, with a path to playing time. His strikeout rate's around twenty five percent, and in the minors, I think best case scenario he, he profiles as like a two fifty twenty five homer type of hitter, um, and he's likely more of a bench bat or a short side platoon. What do you think? Yeah,
1: I'm not interested, and <laughs> okay. hard, hard, hard pass. So okay. <laughs> like, uh, everybody talked about him having that that um, power skill set there for a while but you're going to need more than power to uh, make it to the major leagues while only mm-hmm. playing first base. I mean, look at CJ Cron at this point. So, I mean, it's just he's not he's not going to do it for me. So, sorry everybody that bought in and thought that he might be something cuz he's not um, and mm-hmm. and it's time to just cut your losses and move on with your life
2: straight that's, to
1: the point. I mean, <laughs> there's nothing more I could say. I feel no. bad. I, like Will Craig seems like a very nice person, but Oh buddy, like you just need more. You need more.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's not going to make it.
1: And, uh, and Cole Tucker are, uh, you know, Tucker. outside of the 80 grade hair.
2: Yeah, that's good. I, yeah, I mean, it's again, it's a premium position. He plays a solid defense. He's got speed. So in, in, an era where speed is the rarest of commodities he has some interest but he just really disappointed when he came up last year so um i think he needs a little bit more refinement i don't think he has a ton of power upside and i think his average is always going to be lacking so you know if he hits 240 or 250 with 8 to 10 home runs and 15 to 20 steals you know that's kind of what, what I would expect from a guy like Tolcat Cole Tucker again. He's 23, so he has a chance to develop. But those are those are my thoughts.
1: But again, he's plays a premier shortstop, yes. or premier position at shortstop. And I mean, we could go down the list and talk about all the names we'd rather have outside of Cole Tucker, um, including Kevin Newman. And mm-hmm. and I just I don't see it. So again, beautiful hair, <laughs> like just gorgeous yep. hair. And yep. and I wanted mm-hmm. I wanted it to be something that would that would last, but it's just it's not. It's all superfluous and, 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 uh, yeah. So, uh, you had a couple other names that you want to talk about that we did not list or was there somebody that you had? Yeah. There,
2: Jared Oliva. Is that Oliva? Yep. Oliva? Oliva? Yeah. yeah. He's, he's an interesting guy cause he kind of, he was kind of a non prospect coming into the year. Mm-hmm. Um, at least, you know, someone like me uh, yeah. has hadn't heard of him, <laughs> but, uh, he kind of, he kind of performed real well in double-A. Um, he had a 123 WRC+. Plus. He stole 36 bases, didn't hit for much power. Um, but he's kind of been a riser on, a, on I think, a lot of people's lists. Um, he's 24 years old, so he is a little bit old for the position. Um, but I guess given you know the outfield lack of depth, if a guy like Polanco goes down, this is a guy that that might be able to step in if he kind of starts hot in AAA. So he might have a little interest. Again, it's it's the speed that that would uh, get me interested, not not so much power or anything else. But you know, I just thought he's a little bit interesting given the speed.
1: Yeah, I 100 percent agree. Uh, my my pick to watch uh, for the Pirate system is Lolo Sanchez. If you're okay. interested in speed. Um, this guy stole twenty bags in sixty one games at high A ball or I'm sorry at A ball. Uh he struggled a bit when he got to high A. Uh he just swings a lot and that kinda comes with time. He was twenty years old at high A ball, um, which is a pretty good place to be. Um, so kinda keep an eye on him, see what happens in the first month or so, uh at the beginning of the season. Um, And see if he kind of straightens himself out and becomes a little bit more patient. And if he does and he can get on base, uh, you know, he could be a a monster. Um, And again, it's an outfield group where there might be room that's made rather quickly or in short mm. order. So yeah, Oliva is definitely the first of the names um, when it comes to outfield. But then if you're going to start looking a little bit farther down the list, Swaggerty is obviously somebody that, you know, might be interesting. Um, Cal Mitchell, but then my guy right now is Lolo Sanchez. It's um, so, interesting. Yeah.
2: Oh, I like that. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, they're going to need outfields. You're right. Cause Marte's potentially on the move and, Blanco can never stay healthy so
1: Yeah hey is Juan PA uh, Felix PA's brother?
2: <laughs> uh, that son? I don't I don't know that I don't I don't know I, I want to know I, I, I remember Felix PA I just don't I know, know how you long ago that, that was that was <laughs> your guy
1: that was like yeah. somebody that you
2: that all Felix, oh, Felix okay. PA Jr. Lake those are the names that that we all want to forget <laughs> no, no.
1: Him and those, no. Those two in Tuffy Roads will always be yes. in the the hearts of uh, Chicago Cub.
2: Absolutely. Cub of course. Of all course. right. <laughs> so, so, Max,
1: outside of, you know, all of every single tweet that you send being extremely interesting, is there anything else that you're putting out there right now that people should know about?
2: Um, you know, I just uh, – I've developed a, a couple of metrics on my site. Uh, freestats.com it's a earned home run metric that uh, basically uses barrels and stat cast metrics to um, estimate or or determine what how many home runs a player earned in the previous year um, and I've used uh, stat cast and barrel metrics to come up with home run park factors so you can check those out um, and I uh, will continue to write for a pitcher list uh, going
0: doing you some VP oh
2: yeah well I'll, I'll be doing <laughs> I'll at least be doing uh, two pitch, uh, two start pitchers and uh, sit start, and then I'll be pitching in with some going deep pieces as well. So yeah, yeah,
1: I loved I loved the expected home run rate that you had on your site. I mean, the fact oh, that you. you you put put out there that um, Jose Abreu should have hit 15, 14 more home <laughs> runs than he than he actually did uh, is just warms my heart. Um, yeah, so, thank yes. you for that. Uh, but, but,
2: White <laughs> Sox are looking good. Oh, man.
1: So good. And especially today, now that Luis Robert is mm-hmm. coming up.
2: Oh, I love it. Um, it's a sexy lineup, yeah.
1: Oh, <laughs> I know. I know. So, so give me, I'm going to, I'm going to set an over under for uh, Eloy home runs. And then you tell yeah. me, tell me if it's over or under for 2020. Okay. All right. You ready? Forty three and a half.
2: hmm. 43 and a half. Oh, boy. Uh, I'm going under no, the like, wrong answer. I like Eloy, but that's a lot of home runs. That's so many home runs, but he could do it. <laughs> he could he could do it. If he if he stays healthy all season, he could do it. Alright. Right. So I'm saying, gonna have to take so the saying, under, but not pending a lot. Pending health.
1: <laughs> pending health, if if he's a full season health, he's hitting fifty home runs. Oh no, did I lose you?
2: I think it's a second, but I. I you're hello? saying
1: 50 home runs? That's what I'm hearing, right?
2: I, I'm saying if he's healthy, he has a chance for 40. Okay, so
1: you're saying if he's if he's really healthy, then he'll hit 50. really,
2: yeah, the extra extra health boost.
1: <laughs>
2: yes. All right, man. All right. Well,
1: hey, thanks a lot for coming out. I really appreciate it, and um, and I hope that we'll talk to you real soon.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I had a great time. Thanks a lot, Adam. All right, bye. Bye. You're punching at my life I have to say goodnight I'm leaving for your punching at my life I have to say goodnight I'm leaving for your punching at my life I have to say goodnight I'm leaving for your punching at my life I'm leaving